Hello and welcome to the Her Helping Habit podcast, a podcast that's going to address issues, questions, queries, all about egg donation, surrogacy and infertility and other things that come under that scope as well. I'm joined here today by Katie, the founder and creator of Her Helping Habit and by Sarah, our donor coordinator. So without further ado, I think we should just dive straight in. So here we go. Yeah, that's like the biggest question to ask is like, what is your estrogen and how many follicles did you have? I always ask them after the appointment, like, oh, how many follicles did the nurse say? And they're usually like, what is that? And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh, at your next appointment, you're going to want to ask how many follicles are on each side. And those are potential eggs, essentially. So if you're growing five follicles on your left, well, there's five potential eggs on your left. And then five on your right, well, now you've got a total of 10 potential eggs. Um, because if we're seeing 20 on each side, well, like that's a huge alarming factor, like whatever we're, we're seeing maybe 48. So if the donor's not comfortable, well, then that's when we need to contact the nurse and advocate for either lower doses, depending on how far she's in her cycle or a non-HCG trigger, because anything over 25, 38, they're at risk for over being overstimulated. Yeah, and I think that it's it's the trigger is where it's really important. So we are like up to date because negotiating those triggers and arguing um, when it's not appropriate for a donor to have HCG, like it's really important for us to be up to date with that. So we can jump in there and just be like, look, she's got 50 follicles, like not appropriate for you to be giving her a thousand milligrams of HCG. Um, yeah, I don't know if lowering the medication like sometimes they'll let them coast. It's more about controlling the estrogen at that point. But once you've started it, uh, like once you've recruited those. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's going to be probably like, that's maybe more early. Like if she has like 30 follicles to start and then we go in at first appointment and she's jumped up to 40 or 45. Like that's probably not very common. But if she ha- isn't and that's something they should be thinking of to start. If she's starting with a baseline of a lot of follicles they should be starting her on lower doses anyways. But if for some reason all those follicles are really developing right off the like that's it's, it's, it's not happening as often where there's lowing because you need to lower the doses early on to really make a difference. Um, coasting is another thing. There's a, lot, a couple things we can do, but like Sarah said, the main thing is that trigger. And that's where we were getting into an issue and we were talking about needing that med release because this is where we wanted to advocate for her and talk to the nurse. And then all, and they had talked to us the entire cycle, no problem without this consent. But when it came to crunch time, they're like, yeah. oh, now we can't talk to you. You can't advocate for her because this is an on file. So like, it's one of those things that it's a lot of doctors are black and white. A lot of stuff in this world is gray. Donors are not like IVF patients who are infertile that need higher doses than maybe HCG. Like these are young, healthy women and we should be looking at them differently. So um, that is something we need to sometimes remind a lot of the doctors. But just I think that's the biggest thing that we're really looking out for with these check-ins. So what's your estrogen number? Because if that's super high and your follicle counts, those are our two indicators. And do you guys know why they want to give donors HCG with the trigger, like what the draw is for the clinic in that? Um, So it does two things. Uh, well three really so it does improve embryo quality like there is a good argument and good studies to support that a little bit of hcg 
um, will improve embryo quality and development, but that can be a really low amount. Like I've argued down with Dr. Four to give like 250 instead of, you know, 1,000 or 1,500 or, or 5,000. If you were doing a pure HCG trigger, you would be using 10,000. Um, when I had my horrible OHSS, I used 1,000. So that was clearly still too much. So dropping it out of like 250 will, or five, even 500 will reduce your risk significantly, not to zero. Um, the other reasons they want to use it is that uh, agonist only like Lupron or the one, the brand, the other brands has about a 1% failure rate. So sometimes in about 1% of cycles, it doesn't have your pituitary gland, um, doesn't elicit an LH surge. So that would mean that the, the eggs aren't maturing or cleaving away from the walls, so they're not able to be collected or you get what's like empty follicle syndrome or whatever. Um, and then the other one is it gives you a more, a wider window. So if your doctor is late for retrieval, it is not a big deal. <laughs> if he is late uh, and you've taken a Lupron only trigger and you're running like an hour or two behind, that's a really big deal. You have a much smaller window to get those eggs in, like it's much more precise. So those are kind of the draws, um, the pros and cons of, of HCG. So that's why doctors will want it. But it, it, this whole thing's about a balance between recipient outcome and donor health, right? It's not just recipient outcome. So just so everyone is like knows why a clinic would, because you're probably wondering why would you even give donors this HCG if it puts them at risk? So there are, reasons and if someone's looking like they're having 10 or 15 eggs i would 100 percent agree that some hcg is appropriate like no problem um even up to 20 even up to 25 anything 30 plus i would i would say that it's not appropriate or you need a very very reduced amount yeah so, no that was great i guess there's something just really briefly to touch on with the the meds is or not just the meds the conflict of interest like the parents are paying, so I find, you know, a lot of doctors, their best interest lies with the parent, and they want to try to get the parent pregnant, and they're like, oh, this donor's young and healthy, all these eggs, no problem, whatever, and we're kind of forgotten about in this process, which isn't really fair. You know, the donor's putting a lot on the line, her body. She's risking a lot really for nothing in Canada where you're not compensated. And even if you are compensated, I don't think that's, you know, it's the only tissue donation where you could potentially be paid. So, uh, you know, if you're donating any other part of your body, you know, your heart, your liver, whatever, or kidney, let's say, because you're alive, you have a doctor for you donating your kidney and the recipient has a doctor receiving the kidney. So there's no conflict of interest. They're both advocating for their patient. And egg donation is strange in that sense because we have two patients and nobody, we have one doctor advocating. Uh, and that's where I feel, you know, they want to get their person pregnant and we're, the donors are forgotten about and it creates a gray area where they're trying to, like Sarah said, we need to balance those. But um, at the end of the day, I, I feel we're the advocate for the donor because there isn't that independent advocate like you would have donating a kidney and having your own doctor. So just kind of keep that in mind because you're it's a really big role I think you're playing in the coordinator. For sure. It's a fine line between giving medical advice and advocacy for the right decision because you know it's yeah, like Katie said, it's just easy to 
get wrapped up in padding your clinic stats. You really want your your success rates to be up there because that's good for your clinic. Um, and just they're the ones who are paying for it. So they want to get pregnant. And you want a happy outcome. And as a donor, like you're really emotionally involved in the process at that point. Like when I was taking that HCG, I knew it was gonna, it was a risk. You know, I, I didn't know quite how many follicles I had, um, but I knew that, that there was some risk, but I wanted it to go well so badly that I was willing to just be like, well, maybe my health, you know, doesn't matter. So when the donor's in that, like really emotional, full of hormones, like, and, and they're not going to have a medical background necessarily about it. Like they need someone else to step in and, and just be a stern voice to the clinic sometimes. And same for the parents. You know, yeah. the parents have like this doctor telling them like, oh, you're going to get 30 eggs or how many eggs or, or maybe you're not going to get enough eggs. We really need to, you know, give her this HCG. And they're just like, okay, I don't know anything about, you know, you're a doctor. Let's just trust the doctor. And then they, they think, oh, like my donor is pushing back. Like, what's wrong with her you know like and she's not a doctor but you know then we're kind of the middleman and it's you know explaining this is for the best interest of your donor and her health and you know she's giving up a lot up for you so you know and having that balance because i don't think that's properly explained to the parents from a, a doctor's perspective and then sometimes they're just hearing from the doctor oh your donor she's giving us trouble like she doesn't want to take this hcd you know um that, that yeah a lot of times if people have done their own cycles um then they'll have used hcg because they're poor responders right so if they've had previous ivf cycles that have failed then chances are they've used hcg because when you only have five eggs that definitely is your best bet and is the appropriate course of medication so that may be all they're familiar with yeah because so it's a lot of education intertwined with that advocacy thank you for listening to our podcast for more information, go to our website, herhelpinghabit.com, or send us an email at eggdonation at herhelpinghabit.com.